Is your gut leaky? I mean, you can only imagine your gut like a water hose. It starts to leak. And all those bad things inside, like pathogenic bacteria in your bloodstream or toxins, get in and wreak havoc. The idea that your guts are leaky or permeable has led to a theory that leaky gut causes low levels of inflammation and leads to multiple disease states, including metabolic syndrome, obesity, and autoimmune illnesses. But today, we're going to look at the science and see if it's the gut that's leaky or the brain of those who propose it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Modify Health. Did you ever run out of time or energy to cook? I do. And while it's tempting to go to your favorite fast food place, I like Modify Health. It's delivered fresh, and I can have one ready to go with all the healthy Mediterranean meals that I need in just a few minutes. Today, I had one of my favorites, which was a baked white fish with quinoa and vegetables. And with that, I got two Mediterranean diet points. Made me feel better. So go to modifyhealth.com and use the promo code SIMPSON25 for a 25% discount on your first order and free shipping. I'm Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Fork U. Fork University, where we make sense of the madness, bust a few myths, and learn a little bit about food as medicine. As a surgeon, when I hear someone has a leaky gut, it means they need to go to the operating room. And what we find when we get there is that the gut looks dark red to black, gangrenous. That gut has no barrier function, and even though it's intact, not yet causing peritonitis, the bacteria from the inside of that gut easily enter into the patient's bloodstream, overwhelming it, leading to septic shock and death. But is there something that's not quite that dramatic? Not leading to septic shock or needing to be removed. So when we think about leaky gut, it kind of is presented this way. The gut is a bit leaky. Some toxins can go from the inside of the lumen of the bowel into the bloodstream, leading to this chronic inflammatory state, which leads to all sorts of diseases. Now, there's no doubt that some conditions lead to increased permeability in the gut that can exacerbate conditions. Celiac disease is one of those. When gluten exacerbates the autoimmune function of celiac disease, it leads to increased permeability of the gut and more problems for the patient. If you do not have celiac disease, gluten does nothing to you. Crohn's disease also is exacerbated by leaky gut syndrome. So do ulcers, which are caused from non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. But the functional medicine doctors selling supplements and scams attribute almost every disease from autism to obesity to rheumatoid arthritis on leaky gut with little to no evidence. But there are some interesting animal models. Probably one of the more interesting studies was done on mice. Two equal groups of genetically identical mice fed the exact same amount of kibble. In one group of mice, in their water was placed an odorless substance called an emulsifier one commonly found in processed foods, something called polysorbate 80. The mice that were fed the emulsifier, which has no caloric value, along with an equal amount of kibble, developed obesity. The other mice did not. When these mice were then autopsied, they found the mice with emulsifiers had a robust colitis disruption of the membranes, and that led to the theory, oh my God, this food additive emulsifier leads to obesity. 
But let's be clear. Mice are not people. Their guts are quite different than ours. The permeability of their guts are quite different than ours. And the mice that these were tested on were mice that had never seen germs before. It's a completely different situation. But that single study led many to conclude that breaking of the intestinal barrier, disrupting the microbiome of the human could lead to obesity. I might point out that that study has never been reproduced. You've probably seen the anecdotes of fecal transplants from someone who is heavy giving a fecal transplant to someone because of severe unremitting Clostridium difficile and that person becoming obese. But what about the reverse? There was actually a study done on obese teenagers out of Australia. They were given fecal transplants from young, thin Aussies. No difference was seen after months. There was one interesting study done with the Mediterranean diet. They took about 260 women who had a gene which made these women prone to breast cancer and ovarian cancer. And apparently this was also associated with a more permeable gut. They fed one group of women the Mediterranean diet, counseled them how to do it and how to adhere to it. And when they looked at them, the Mediterranean diet group, there was an increase in short-chain fatty acids and fiber found in the stools. Now, short-chain fatty acids are produced by gut bacteria that are considered healthy for our gut. And short-chain fatty acids feed your gut and supposedly decrease permeability. When they looked at plasma levels of like fecal zonulin or other peptides that are associated with leaky gut, they really didn't find a difference. But when they did some multiple regression, they did find that the increase in short-chain fatty acids led to a decrease in permeability markers. When they looked at the foods, the foods that were impactful were vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, olives, wine, and really total fiber. What they were trying to find was early examples of how the Mediterranean diet, which is known to decrease the risk of cancer, heart disease, metabolic illnesses, inflammatory diseases, that this might be part of the answer. And the answer is, it didn't really show that. In spite of everybody wanting to believe that the gut can be leaky, and it can be, the association with disease is at best obtuse with small studies, poorly done, and we're on the cusp of something. It may ultimately prove to be true that there is a leaky gut leading to inflammation, but we are a long way from that. And we certainly don't have enough evidence for you to go out and buy a supplement from a functional medicine doctor or bone broth that says that it will seal up leaky guts because those things just won't. If you're worried about it, adopt more of the Mediterranean or the DASH diet. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fork You. It was written and produced by me, Dr. Terry Simpson. And while I am a doctor, I guarantee you, I'm probably not your doctor. And if you are worried about your gut or your gut health, please see a board-certified physician, not a functional medicine doctor. Fork You is distributed by our friends at Simpler Media, Miss Alley Press, and the pod god, Mr. Evo Terra. You can read the blog associated with this, which has complete references at yourdoctorsorders.com or at forku.com. All right, Evo. I saw that wine was on the list of things to seal up leaky guts. I think we ought to go and seal our guts.